Hi, I'm Susan Raff, and welcome to Real Talk. The holidays are here. In fact, I think right after Halloween, we all were made very much aware of that, right? And it's a very difficult time, and it's a fun time for a lot of people, uh, but there's always that pressure uh, to give gifts. And, you know, even now with the economy, the way that it is, uh, people will be spending money this holiday season on themselves and other people. But there's a different way to give a gift that may be a little bit more helpful down the road and maybe make you feel a little better about gifting to yourself and others. Uh, so with me today is Michael Lairhaupt. Did I pronounce it right? You got it right. Yay, from Strategies for Wealth Management, which is based Perfect. in Shelton. And Michael is here to tell us that not everything good comes under the tree. <laughs> That's true, right? You know, there's, there's a lot of temptation out there to spend money right now. Uh, the ads, you know, all the marketing is getting us to take money out of our wallets and pocketbooks and spend it, right? And, and I think that's what you were talking about. Uh, there's other ways to do it. You know, I'm a big believer first in maybe, maybe before we spend it, hey, let's figure out how to create or save more money, right? Like, you know, what we can do is kind of say there's simple things we can do to actually create more money. Uh, and so that money we can use for other things. Make sense? Yes. Simplistically, though, how can we create more money? That sounds fabulous. Who wouldn't want to create yeah, more money? Yeah. So, so, for example, in our conversation, look, there's three easy ways to do it. One is, you know, maybe when you're looking at gifts, maybe we cut down on some gifts. There's different ways, like a gift exchange, right? So you're not buying gifts for everybody. You're buying limited gifts because everybody's exchanging it. Yeah, everybody's into new outfits for the new parties and everything. Yeah, maybe we use an older outfit. Nobody's going to notice anyhow, right? They're not <laughs> so, going to say, hey, didn't you wear that two years yeah. ago? Nobody's ever going to say <laughs> that, right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, maybe you make some homemade gifts too. So every little bit helps and you it adds up. And you can imagine now a second way to do it is what I call take a look at your lazy money. And what I mean by lazy money, you know, right now there's a lot of people have money in the bank. And they've got a lot of money in the bank sitting there. Maybe they sold a house, right? Maybe for whatever reason, they're very liquid in the bank. There's two factors, right? One is lazy money gets bored. If it's there, we tend to spend it, right? Now, the other thing is the banks, the interest rates have gone up, but there are places that are giving a bit better interest. I remember talking to a client that were getting very little interest from their bank. And I told him, hey, there's some online banks giving 3% interest in the savings. So if you can raise your interest 1% or 2%, it's found money, right? And then the third way is maybe it's time to review some of your investment accounts. Take a look at the fees you're paying on the investment account. Maybe you're overpaying in fees. If you're paying a 2% fee and you can cut it down to 1% on a $100,000 portfolio, you just saved a thousand dollars, right? Or maybe the risk you're taking. Maybe you know when the market goes down, you lose the money. That 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 money's gone, right? You so know, it's it's so true because you know we are um, kind of programmed to do things on a, a yearly basis. We gather right. our stuff for our taxes. We change our smoke detectors, right? But we don't often make a point out of looking at our money, our four hundred one k. And let's face it, this has been a tough. Yeah. Year. I mean, a lot of people have lost quite a bit of money, and that's very unsettling if you're going to retire. But it's a good opportunity to kind of look at what we have yeah. uh, and see if we can make it work better. Exactly. Like, get the money straight, right? Now, I, I was thinking of this, you know, the old uh, uh, story of the shoemaker has no shoes, right? 
uh, we're so busy trying to please everyone else, but sometimes we got to take time for ourselves to re-examine our lives and ourselves and be a little selfish. It's okay, you know? Do you think this is going to be a tough, um, you know, season? I, I made a, a comment the other day, you know, I mean, we've been hearing how difficult with gas prices and yeah. home heating oil and, you know, the governor and the legislature passed some, uh, you know, emergency measures to help people. Uh, but the holidays seem to be different. Or do you think that people will be more cautious when it comes to spending? Well, I think there's a few things going on. You know, we've been stuck with this COVID issues for two years. I think people are finally getting out there and enjoying things. So I think actually we're seeing a lot more people out spending a lot of, of money and doing a lot of things. I don't blame them. You know, my wife and I go out too. But I do think we, we need to be cautious about it because, again, there's so many temptations. And like I said, a lot of people have that money sitting in the bank and lazy money is board money and you're going to spend it. So before we do that, hey, maybe there's things we can invest in our financial future. And there's pressure, too. I mean, people, yeah. um, you know, give us gifts and then we feel that we should respond and reciprocate. Yeah. Right. And so you find yourself, uh, you know, giving gifts and then, you know, but there's a lot of pressure. Right. Because you feel like, well, you know, I don't want to give something. Someone's going to say, oh, did you make this or, you know, but yeah. at the same time token, sometimes something that's not very expensive or store-bought uh, can be more genuine, right? Definitely. It's more creative. It's, it's it's you know, it means sometimes a lot more. But again, I think there's a lot of ways you can find money. Like I said, whether it's cutting down on the expensing or maybe, you know, getting a little extra interest in, in a better bank. Like that. You're, not, you're not bound to one bank. There are banks out there that have better rates, or other options out there, right? Or maybe it's re-examining the fees and risk you're taking in ways. It's almost like counterintuitive, but you're saving money there, which frees up money for other things. What about paying down debt? I mean, all of us yeah. have debt in, in some form of another or another. Uh, some of us have more, obviously. Uh, but, you know, taking some money and using that to pay off debt, kind of rewarding yourself for having a little extra and maybe in the long run, not, not having to pay as much. Right. So we just talked about how to create or find more money. Now, let's say we found that money. We found ways to save it. Now, what do we do with it? Right. So there are a few things that you can really do to invest in your financial future. So definitely one is paying down debt. You know, the average credit card uh, interest rate right now is 19 percent. Wow. And that's from creditcards.com. 19 percent. That's a huge amount. Uh, credit card debt in the third quarter was up 15 percent. So paying off credit card debt. Once you find the extra money can be a great way to help your financial future. Right. And, and it's so difficult now because they all want to give you credit cards. Sometimes you're not even aware, you know, you think you have a store card that you've applied for and now you have an American Express yeah. or you have a visa and you have to be very careful about paying that off because 19% is huge. Huge. Yeah. Everyone wants to give you money. You go to the mailbox and you, know, you get all the junk mail. Everybody's offering you money. Right. Um, but you know, what you want to do is pay the highest, you take a look at the interest rates, pay the highest one off first and start banging that out. And and because because that is wasted money, the interest on that. I mean, it's, it's just gone, right? Um, another way what you can do if you find that money is make sure you're maximizing your retirement accounts, whether it's a 401k or an IRA or a Roth IRA. Look, you could put about 20 grand so in a 401k, depending on your income. In an IRA, you could put $6,000 in an IRA, traditional or Roth. If you're over 50, they'll, they'll let you put a little more, 7000 
And that's important because that's building your financial future. You know, Susan, we deal with a lot of retirees. We have, we do a lot of retirement planning and the more money they have, the more financial independence they can create for themselves down the road. Right. It's not something we think about. Certainly young people don't think about it. Right. And, you know, until you start seeing uh, yourself getting close to that point where you are going to retire, but it is true because a lot of people think that they have enough and sadly find out that they don't. So all those dreams and those trips and who knows what things will cost. Um, I mean, I always say I'm in the retirement vision business, right? You know, like like we help people achieve their retirement vision. Uh, But it's like, okay, maybe there's a little pain now to put it away because you wanted to buy something, but you're, you're, you're sacrificing today for a better future tomorrow. Let's talk about one of the most important things, uh, and that is our children, right? And so, you know, now saving for kids uh, and college is ridiculously expensive. I have a daughter in college and son who graduated from UConn. Uh, College is very, very expensive. And, you know, giving, a lot of people uh, think about giving to their kids, but, you know, they don't do it on a consistent basis. And one of the things that I mentioned uh, to you before we started our show was that I remember when I was a kid, my parents would give me savings bonds, Mm. uh, even Israeli savings bonds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My wife had those too. Yeah. I I still have them. I never cashed them. You know why? Because they're so pretty. Right. They're so yeah, pretty. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like they haven't they, they've capped yeah. out. They're not going to lose money, but they're yeah. not going to gain money. They're in a, a safe deposit box. Uh, but and I didn't seem to mind that. I liked it. My grandparents gave those to me. Um, and so what you know, why not gift to our kids? Yeah, I, I think that is such a great thing. Look, my wife's grandmother did the same thing. Bought these bonds, really bonds for her, her, her granddaughter, my wife, and and actually our kids too. And I feel you. I have three kids through college. They're done. I'm empty, we're empty nesters now. But I think that's such a great gift. Look, you could go out and buy something materialistic, and it's going to be in the closet, or you can actually buy a gift for your children or grandchildren where. You're showing them, you're teaching them financial literacy. Look, financial literacy right now in America is, is, is they, they don't teach it. Like, like no, I hear that all the time. In fact, there are some schools, uh, Middletown is actually one of them, uh, where they teach you about balancing your checkbook. And, you know, and that is a skill. If your parents didn't teach you, a lot of grown adults really don't know how to manage money. And especially if you have a credit card, they keep buying and then get to the point where they're so, really in debt. Yes. Like what a great gift to give, a, you know, child or grandchild as either a, a bond or maybe buy them a stock and they're interested in watching mm. that, right? Just one or two. It doesn't have to be a lot. Uh, 529 accounts are a good investment as well because we know college education is going up and up and up. It is outrageous. Uh, you know, I don't know why it's so high. I think, you know, that's something that should be looked at, right? Uh, how expensive colleges are, but Look, you know, you put money in the 529 accounts, it grows tax-free as long as you use it for education. So to me, that is a great, I mean, that's a great gift to give somebody in addition to the things we're talking about, whether it's a bond or a 529 account or a stock, you know, something that teaches them the value of investing or maybe even passive income, you know, creating passive income. Um, you know, by the way, we do have a, on a on website, right? We have information about 529 accounts. 
Um, so you know, you can go on a website, take a look. You go on to learn more, and it's the first uh, first one down from there. So do you mind if I give the website? And no, least- go right ahead. So it's, it's strategies plural. The number four. And then wmwealthmanagement.com. And we have some information about those 529 accounts. It's an educational piece and more than welcome to it, right? But I definitely think that's a great gift to give somebody for their financial future. Yeah, it really is because, you know, what you put away, and I'm so glad that I put away and my parents helped. Uh, because, you know, when you're, you know, older and you have all these bills and expenses, yeah. I can't imagine if I didn't have money saved away for my kids where I would be today. So I'm really and, and glad that, that, and I think kids will appreciate that. And I think more importantly too, it teaches them financial literacy, gets yeah. them interested in that subject. You know, the kids will probably tell you they want a Bitcoin, but <laughs> well, I think Michael, <laughs> I don't know about that one. Yeah, no, I think after hearing recently with uh, some of the bankruptcy with cryptocurrency, yeah, and yeah, I, I actually had someone on uh, Real yeah. Talk to, you know, enlighten us on, on what it is. And I learned quite a bit about it. But I think the thing that concerns me the most is the fact that it can't be traced. So that really leaves it open to a lot of people who are up to no good, right? Yeah, I, mean, I was kidding about that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to yeah. invest in cryptocurrency. I would, I would and recommend I think it either. It was brought out to my attention that I'm almost too old to do that. I think cryptocurrency was explained to me. You know, if you're young and you've got a few thousand dollars, put it away like a stock, and let's see where it ends yeah, up yeah. in 20 or 30 years. I'm not sure that's a good strategy for me at this time. Well, again, I was kind of kidding, but I like the 529 strategy a bit better. <laughs> well, Michael, I want to thank you. I'm, I, you know, at first I was like, God, financial gifting. And I thought that's a little bah humbuggy. But you know what? It really is not. It's, it's yeah, a it's- nice way to think about uh, things a little bit more meaningful and get away from glittery, flashy gifts and yeah, maybe yeah, do totally. something that's going to help your family and you and your kids enjoy your life a little more. Yeah. And the last thing I would say, too, is, you know, one thing you can invest in yourself, you know, learning a new skill or a new degree is a great investment for money, too. And personally, for me, you know, I love music. I play guitar. I was like, I always wanted to learn to play drums. So I bought myself a present this year to take drum lessons, maybe personal training. Does your wife like that? She sings. So so, does she like the drums in the house? I bought a digital drum set. Ah, (laughs) (laughs) You know. (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you very much for joining us on Real Talk. I hope you have a very nice holiday. I don't know if I'm going to uh, uh, reinvent myself, uh, but it does bring some good, uh, you know, ideas, you know, things that we like to do that we get so busy doing uh, life itself. We don't really take time. So yeah, food for thought, right? Yeah, food for thought, right? Thank you and happy holidays and uh, take care. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.